like that last week you just jumped right in with jazz music. It was almost like you were seg- you were segueing us from a two month hiatus back to the pod. Well, you know, I felt like the old intro maybe like you know we're resuming we're basically like a season two so we're gonna do it anime style where they just swap out the music every season and there's like a different opening sequence for every season so it's like a little bit different so you so we're gonna do jazz music every start of episode now well it's not jazz music well it's kind of jazz music it's steely dan it's just a Ah. couple of measures of steely dan that are virtually imperceptible from jazz music. Fair use, by the way. Definitely fair use. Less than 90 seconds. Fair use. Please don't sue me, Columbia Records. Um, but yeah, it's a little Dan to start us out with instead of Portishead. I'm hoping to find myself. Portishead definitely got me in the mood. Uh, but Steely Dan is currently getting me in the mood. I think that's definitely aging as well. Uh, we did start this podcast in our late 20s. We're now finding ourselves in our early 30s. So um, as that natural progression, we are now giant Steely Dan fans. Naturally. And, you know, it's just a little bit quieter. There's no harsh noise. It's a little bit shorter. We're just getting right into the takes. I'm starting out right with takes. I don't mean this to sound bad, but sometimes Steely Dan is on and you don't even realize there's music playing. It's just so calming and relaxing and adds more of an ambiance than even noticing that music is happening to you. Is that a good way to put it? Yeah, as a man in your 30s, it's kind of like, you know, those uh, sensory deprivation chambers where you're laying in the water that's the exact same temperature as your body. So it feels like you're floating in midair. That's kind of what Steely Dan is like when you're in your 30s. It's just like the background music to everything that you're doing. I think you're describing what my ideal bachelor party is, laying in a faint puddle, listening to Steely Dan. Uh, it's like a full body massage in every, in all five senses. Laying in a puddle, listening to Steely Dan, getting a full body massage. We're going to New Orleans, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I am in a little bit of a predicament. So, uh, let legend has it that Steely Dan is actually coming to the town in which that I currently live this weekend. We'll be coming back from my sister's wedding part two, shout out COVID, um, breaking it into two parts. And uh, I'm hoping that we make it back in time to get very cheap last-minute tickets. Um, obviously, we're not revolving our entire day around it, but I'm, I'm certainly hopeful that this will work out. You are cutting that close. Like, you and Toilette are going to get out of that car, and you're going to be like, okay, is it Steely Dan time? Is it time to go see Donald Fagan live in concert? That's and the- she's going to be like... No, get your ass in the house. Okay, if you had to pick a concert to go to after a six-hour card ride and maybe probably faint elements of being hungover, would you pick anything other than Steely Dan? I think it's the aspect of going to a concert that's offensive, not any particular kind of music. Okay. It could be just like binaural beats, like we're going to have a sound bath, just low down tempo electronic music in a dark room for a while it's just having to leave your house that's the yeah that's the uh issue here sure and if it's anything like the last couple days have been we're going to be living in satan's armpit for the next uh you know a couple days with how hot and steamy it's been i looked at my phone today it said feels like 109 degrees and i can tell you i was damp just walking outside like walking into a full bowl of soup it was hot and humid outside i fucking hate it really affirming my choice that i never want to live in like florida or the carolinas where they just live like this the entire summer 
just absolute madness. But toilet, I will say um, that I probably made the worst decision today. Um, so I know that it's going to be hot today. I'm not going to want to run. I need to go to the office because it's one of the days where I go into the office. So what do you think I did today? I'm going to guess you put on a uh, light-colored dress shirt and sweat all the way through it. No. I was a little bit more strategic than that. Um, No, I rode my bike to the office today. Oh, nice. Okay, so what did you wear to ride to the office, and what did you bring with you? To be fair, I put my office clothes in my backpack, and I showered once I got there. Okay. it was like biking through pea soup today, through hot, a hot pea soup today uh, as I was going downtown Chicago. Um, How much water weight do you think you lost just in that one trip? About two pounds, actually. That's I I weighed crazy. myself like before and after on my That's, scale and on like the doctor's scale that they have at the gym. That's truly insane. Do you have one of those uh, helmets, like one of those propeller helmets that has like a bottle of water on, e- on either side? A propeller helmet would be sweet, just like a multicolored one, like the hats that like kids wear in like a 1930s cartoon. Yeah. Instead Uh, of two light beers, you got two giant propels in there. (laughs) Oh, like one of those like baseball helmet or football helmets that has like the two drinks on it. Yep. It's like here's my protective headwear that's going to keep me safe as I'm riding my bike to work in the morning. And soaking wet inside and out. Two Paps Blue Ribbons. Paps Blue Ribbon. It's fucking close to beer. Uh, it's fucking close to water. Shit. Damn it. It's close to both. It's close to both. Yeah. Um, Did you feel like 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 a brand new man? Like you just got out of like a, a sauna, basically, as, as when you got there? No, I felt like I was extremely hot, and I just kept sweating. Because I got there, I took a hot shower, and then just sweat until, like, 11 o'clock are you not a room temp or cold shower guy no i can't do it never i can't ever do it i love an ice cold shower uh, i love it i did some yard work today and i took probably what was close to a room temp or freezing cold shower and it was the best nothing cools the core better than the cold shower you know what? it's probably better for you too it's probably better for your skin that's just one of those things that i i can't give up our long hot showers that's my creature comfort it's something that i can't live without that is so interesting because i cannot relate to that at all i like the coldest quickest shower the most efficient walk in basically like lathering the soap as i'm getting into the shower and go based on your time in the navy based on my time in the navy yeah that's that's (laughs) where they train you to take cold quick showers i love a cold quick shower there's nothing there's absolutely nothing wrong with that now I do like an ice bath. Like oh, I, I don't. I didn't whenever really like they're that. available, an ice bath to soak the legs. To when cool has that down. been available for you? When we were in high school or in college. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. At the end of like uh, one of the races you run, you're, you're not to brag, but you're one of uh, Chicagoland's most athletic thirty-one-year-old racers. Um, they ever <laughs> offer a cold ice bath to anyone as they cross the finish line? I wish. No, it's usually just like a banana to mm. hork down maybe mm. maybe one of lenny and larry's keto cookies uh, mm. biscuit and uh if you're lucky a blue powerade if you're unlucky a dasani 
<laughs> Salt water. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, you want to get hydrated? Too bad. Here's water that will somehow make you thirstier. Thirstier. <laughs> You're better walking over to the river and siphoning it out using like a big rubber hose like you're trying to steal gasoline. Speaking of thirsty, we have left our audience uh, quenching for another episode of AMP. And we're back two weeks in a row, baby, doing the two-man weave. Welcome to a Midwest podcast. My name is Toilet. My name is Luke. Zach is currently exploring the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. He might give us a call later on. Um, we'll have our first call-in host um, if they have cell reception up there near Marquette. Honestly, it looks beautiful. And it's 55 degrees up there, which, in contrast with what we're dealing with right now, seems ideal. Seems like an ideal temp for a a pasty boy like me. Seems very idyllic. And as a couple of pasty boys, I I cannot really imagine what Zach is doing up there. I know we're getting to uh, late June, early July. You know, you've got uh, midterm elections coming up. So we cannot even imagine the... uh, kind of uh insanity he's trying to infect upon the the (laughs) michigan listeners that we have up there but i'm sure he's got something in store um he is going to mackinac island which i believe is uncharted water it doesn't actually technically belong uh to the united states or to canada so um i think what any votes that are cast up there don't actually count so i'm not sure exactly what he's got planned but uh, I think we all see the writing on the wall here. Given his That's an behavior. American's understanding of where Mackinac Island sits geographically. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't belong to the Lower Peninsula. Doesn't belong to the Upper Peninsula. Doesn't belong to Canada. Who knows whose it is? It belongs it's to the horses. Wisconsin. It belongs to the horses. It's Rohan. <laughs> it's it's the horse lands. Recipro- land of the horse lords. They're getting in on the reciprocity between uh, w- uh, Wisconsin and Minnesota. Maybe it's just a shared between all three of them. All, all votes cast their account for all three All parties. 400 permanent residents of Mackinac Island, all of them who work in the fudge industry and are big in the fudge lobby. Or are- horse breeders, jockeys. Uh, other horse-related horseshoeists, maybe blacksmiths, a farrier, farrier. Yes, <laughs> um, I like the idea of jockeys living up there. <laughs> They're not race horses, but they just need to be around horses in the off season, so they yep. go up and live on Mackinac Island in the winter. I think it'd be a great place for a very short person to live because it's such a small island. You know, there's not that many people coming through. It seems just that much bigger if you're shorter. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, shit. Uh, Should we jump right into your um, the auction? We were just talking about off air before we hopped on here. Yeah, absolutely. So here I am just minding my own business, trying to buy a GPS watch as one of Chicago's most athletic 31 year olds yep. who definitely is not on his second beer of a <laughs> Wednesday night recording a podcast with his boy. Um, that's after a good sweat. Uh, on, yeah, on my you earned day. it today. I went out and earned it with my 110 degree uh, bike ride. Um, I put in a bid on eBay, not really looking too close at the listing and the watch I put a bid in on looks a little more than gently used. Like, it looks like it could use a big cleaning, and I know that it's like athletic wear, and now I want to get out of it, and I know I can't. So I'm in a real pickle here. Unfortunately, you bought something that someone has definitely sweat on, like 
a million times. So that's not really working in your favor. The first thing I thought of when you talked about uh, hopping on eBay, it's a site that I have used uh, many a time to buy sports memorabilia. Is there a website that has changed less since the first inception of it since eBay? It feels like it's exactly the same as the early 2000s first iteration. You know what? I I think that maybe just an extension of that is Craigslist. Yes, that was the number two. The only thing that they've done is remove the people who were just advertising that they were prostitutes, but (laughs) nothing else. Like everything else is fair game, but anything short of like literally advertising for prostitution, like fair game on Craigslist. For sure. eBay feels like you're kind of just, it's kind of like an early age internet. Like if you just kind of want to take a little time machine back to the early 2000s, you can go to either of those two websites and immediately be transported back to that time. And you can buy something from that era like Luke's watch. (laughs) It's not that old, man. It's only like a seven month old model, so it can only be sweat on so many times. The secondhand market is such an insane space to me. It's not really a space that I have explored much, not because I'm a fancy pinky out boy and I have to buy everything new. Um, I just assume that everyone is disgusting like me and I would never want to own something that another me owned. Um, So the Facebook marketplace hawks, uh, the eBay patrol, like those people, shout out to you if you're actually getting, you know, like new memorabilia for you know a third of the price because you don't seem to mind and i love to go to a thrift store it's just kind of like i don't want to see i want a middleman if i'm going to buy they're putting in work to do that right like yeah they're they're getting a deal but they're paying for it in terms of like their own research and labor like their hobby is like browsing ebay browsing craigslist browsing facebook marketplace looking for whatever it is that they do whether it's like furniture restoration and it's like oh this is good hardwood furniture it's such a deal or it's like clothing or anything like that like the people who go to estate sales all weekend like they get out the map and they will hit multiple estate sales on a saturday like god bless them they're the ones who are putting in the work and if they want to flip it that's fine it's also how you turn into a hoarder so real hoarder behavior I think those people are actually going on a Sunday because uh, the way that I've seen real estate auctions work or uh, estate sale auctions work is they mark everything way the fuck up like your for the Saturday crowd or the Saturday crowd. And then the Sunday crowd rolls around and then you can just slap a sign on the front door that says every price that you see cut it by three quarters we're only going to charge you 25 percent of what's actually listed there so you get the dopes on saturday and then you get the real sharps uh early on sunday rolling through collecting up all your china yeah but then they're and then they like, wash it and then they flip it on facebook marketplace yeah. to some old lady there are wheelers and dealers who go in there and like look for the thing where they're like significantly underpricing it you know what I mean? Like if, sure. they're, if they're not wise to it or if they're like pricing like actual silver, like it's normal flatware and stuff like that. Like there are sharps who go in there and do that. But I do appreciate the folks who will, you know, go in and pay 75 cents for all of the Tupperware that they purchased for $225 in 1976. <laughs> it's it, it's a space that Toilette loves to be in and get in the muck and just she stick loves her el- that space gets her elbows out of technology and getting angry at your neighbors 
it, it's something I can't relate to. So I'm hoping that there's someone out there much more unintelligent, unathletic than you, um, who's going to outbid you on that watch. And I really hope I you hope don't so. get stuck with it. <laughs> um, on a related note, uh, there is a CVS going out of business near uh, Toilette's hometown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Free condoms. <laughs> I wish free condoms. She's on the website last night. Hey, do we need four stackable uh, heavy-duty Rubbermaid totes? Yes. I said, I don't think so. You just got a new crawl space, man. What do you think you're going to put in that? She said, but it's only 75 cents is the highest bid right now. And I said, I, I, don't, I, I don't know if your need to get a deal supersedes your need to get a tote, but that is kind of what I'm seeing right now. Um, if that that's is an incredible you... deal, to be fair. <laughs> it is an incredible deal, and that was kind of her point, but my point was I, I don't know if we if we need to buy it just for the story of, oh, do you see those totes over there? Guess how much I paid for them. That's not really a game I want to play anymore. I think you're underestimating the potential of a tote as gift wrap. Ah. So if you get something that's like big and bulky, for like a friend or for like a child, for example, because their toys are always super like jagged and non-standard in terms of size. Throw that shit in a Rubbermaid tote. Give it to their parents. They'll fucking love it. I was just at a baby shower and on the invitation, it explicitly said, please do not wrap anything. And at, at the time, I thought it was like an environmental thing. Like, oh, they just don't want people to buy gift wrap and gift paper but do you think there was a secret alternative there that they really just wanted people to purchase a present and then also have to purchase something for their present to be delivered in aka a tote or a basket or a bin so it had to be delivered in something but it couldn't be gift wrapped i think Correct. that i thought it might just be like an inherent shame thing like people are going to see what you specifically are bringing to this wedding <laughs> shower uh, baby shower. So, or baby shower. So it better be good. Otherwise, everybody's going to see that you are skimping on it. They're going to see that all you got was the soap dish. And they're going to know that, like, you cheaped out. Like, I feel like I, I can obviously buy things for myself. I could probably buy things for my close male friends. I can barely pick out gifts for my fiance, let alone a baby. I don't know any babies. What are babies? Registries. That's why I, they invented registries. Well, they didn't have one. That's bullshit. Then that then is what, what the what the fuck are you gonna do? What the fuck are you? Am I supposed to do? Formula. <laughs> Formula shortage. Formula and diapers. Tampons. I, <laughs> breast pump. Um. Yeah, I I don't know, man. It was it was wild. So then we ended up giving them a basket. And then I looked at Twilight. I'm like, I feel like we kind of given them two gifts now because we got them some stuff and then we put it inside of a basket. So they're getting the basket and the stuff. So basically you should ask for a $25 Starbucks gift card from them in return. In return, for sure. Yeah. Thanks for the gift. Now where's my gift for giving right. you the gift? In return, did, thank did you, you gift. See, did you see how thoughtful I was? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to take us out to dinner for how thoughtful we were? Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Um, okay, so can we do a little of uh, NBA Finals breakdown? I have one thought from Game 5. Okay, sure. So uh, there was a lot of complaining online about um, the officiating in the game, which I feel like is probably true after any Finals game. Any, like, you know, one way or the other, I feel like hockey fans probably don't complain much, but 
Um, I don't know about that. Hockey fans love to complain about referees, dude. They just do so Canadianly. Oh, in a polite way? But, like, in an underhanded polite way. And you know I how, like, like, Southern people will insult you in a polite way? Canadians are, like, bless the Southerners of the Commonwealth. What's the Canadian bless your heart? Oh, that's okay. Oh, that's okay, but... Uh... You, you tried your best. <laughs> you tried your best, buddy. <laughs> I feel like any fan base can think of a time that their specific team was was screwed over, and I, this story is specific to basketball. So obviously there were a lot of there were a lot of calls made in in the game in Game Five. Um, many about, calls, many such calls. How about there's three referees on the court? There's three I'm, referees on the court, folks. How about doing in, the best job? How about you get five referees and. <laughs> All of them are assigned a guy. <laughs> ten referees. No, well, yeah, could could do ten. Could do ten. Ten but referees. If you go from three to five, that's not that much more. I know there's a ref shortage across the country, so shout out referees. We need you. We see you. We don't need umpires. All the umpires can become other sport robots. referees. Robots. Robots. Uh, same with soccer. VAR. Boom. Solved. Um, so just come, come watch football and come watch, uh, come watch basketball because we need more officials. If you have one official on every guy, or if you even have one official, so you have five totals, you got one guy watching like a duo offense versus defense, whatever. I feel like you're not going to really have that many missed calls. Cause there's always a guy watching what's going on. Thoughts? What about a referee on both sides of the court who is suspended from the ceiling yeah like over over the paint okay but it's a guy who's like hanging there like tom cruise in mission impossible so that's the position he's in yeah so okay. he can see like that overhead cam of when you know people are going to the rack so he can see like goaltending and see when people are getting hit on the arm or is not it- is it one guy who zips from paint to paint, or you got one guy over one? Well, paint obviously, one the, obviously that would be more entertaining it would if, be they, if they <laughs> if they put him on his zip line and zipped him back and forth following the ball. And then but, at half halftime, Red Panda gets up there and does her thing too. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, but logistically, it probably makes more sense to have two guys doing that. Okay, or girls, or or they or, or, or or yes, guys, gals, nine non-binary pals. Suspended over a basketball court officiating a game. I, it's everyone's I love, game. I love all these ideas, and all we're doing is we're creating more jobs. Is what we're actually doing. So shout out. Yeah, to we're us. in a we're in a bear market. This is a job creating podcast. <laughs> we're on our grind set. We're creating jobs for officials, for which there's a shortage. But like, oh, oh, oh here we go. We have our we have our first caller, folks. Oh snap. I thought you were going to say you heard my fart, so this is better. No. I I can smell it through the phone, though. Smell me through the phone. Smell me through the phone. Good evening, Zachary. Calling it live. This is is Zach from the uh, western suburbs. Uh, I got a question for you guys. which 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 uh, which was worse, the Derrick Rose injury or uh, no? I'm just kidding. I don't know. Hey, what's going on, guys? Calling in live from the Pink Pony. It's our own Zachary Johnson. Yeah, calling in live. Calling in live from Mackinac. I have like no battery and very little cell reception. So hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, you sound great. 
Honestly, no, we've had we've had worse reception with some of our like microphones, so well, it's not bad. Well, I'm I'm using some AirPod AirPod Pro uh, free advertiser uh, free advertisement, uh, and uh, I am on um, not even 5G. I'm on LTE, so stay woke on 5G. Holy shit! Guys, we're guys, we're we gonna do we gonna do 30 minutes on 5G. <laughs> How it's making all the frogs gay? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. No, but uh, I thought I, I thought I'd chi- thought I'd chime in and uh, and uh, say hello to uh, say hello to my boys. It's good to hear your voice. Uh, any updates good. from the road? Where are you guys at? Uh, the road. Well, we are off the road right now. Okay. Uh, we are on the island, uh, okay. enjoying enjoying ourselves. A little family reunion on my wife's side. Mm. Oh, very nice. Yeah, very nice. Uh, just took some pictures in the somewhere in time gazebo. It was lovely. And you said, excuse me from these family pictures. I need to call into the podcast that I host with my friends from high school. And yeah, then the you were immediately kicked out of the family. The 17 listeners that we have need to, need to hear my takes on, uh, on what's going on in the world right now. Well, that's a great um, segue. We did preface the conversation earlier with saying you were heading up to Michigan. Uh, not exactly what, sure what your plan is for the midterm election. What exactly do you have against Gretchen Whitmer? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let's just say uh, let's just say I saw some uh, interesting campaign signs in the UP, and we'll leave it leave it at that. <laughs> One that's just so utterly, utterly, utterly bad that if I ever mentioned it, I'd probably be just stricken from the face of the face of the earth. The other question uh, we were kind of debating on here: Does Mackinac align itself more so with the UP, the LP, Canada, or the reciprocity between Wisconsin and Minnesota? Now that's a really good. It's a really good question. So I'm going to rank them. Okay. 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 I'm going to rank. I'm going to rank them according to experience. Number one, UP. Okay. Like it, it is, it very much is like, uh, it, it very much is the crown tourism jewel of the UP. So okay. we'll, we'll, we'll go even though it's not one. even mainland, it's not even technically part of the UP. Uh, correct. I think if you were to draw, it is closer to St. Ignace than it is to Mackinac City. So I would say we'll mm. we'll give it we'll give it to the UP. That's number one. Number two, um, United Chicago. States immediately lays claim to the Bahamas by a similar logic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number two, uh, then I would say Chicago, right? Uh, the, re- the, rest of, the reciprocity, the reciprocity between Minnesota okay. and Wisconsin. Okay, uh, just, there's a lot. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, Wisconsin folks. I, I heard some some uh, really really thick uh, Wisconsin accents. You know, we love the <laughs> they love the Packers and uh, and pasties in their cheese curds. Uh, and then, and then after that, I would probably say, I would have said Canada, but um, you know, story for another day. May have, uh, may, may have, may have thought the rules of Canada had applied. A couple of friends had thought the rules of Canada, Ooh. especially the drinking age rules of Canada, mm-hmm. may have applied. And sure. uh, Mackinac. So, uh, oh, you're talking about will, that. Uh, I thought you like knew some people very recently who were like, I don't know, smoking a joint. But I guess that's illegal in Michigan. No, I would say this is a, a very niche inside joke story from 12 years ago. <laughs> Any dispensaries on the island? No, none. I think that okay. I, well, that's 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 where the, the, this is going to segue into my to the second to the fourth part is the lower peninsula because I believe there's a big there's a there is a hard line between the 
the let's uh, let's say it might be a, a a thin blue line. One might one might say oh, between oh, the oh, uh, upper peninsula and the lower peninsula. Um, the Mackinac Bridge has a police yeah, checkpoint yeah. on it. Is what you're trying to say? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I would say if the if the upper peninsula could uh, secede and create the fifty first state, I think it probably would. Wow. So then fifth, so if we're going to ra- round out the top five, fifth would be Chicago because you can take a boat from there. Nice little half-hour boat ride. Uh, <laughs> Mackinac to Chicago, right? Yes. One of, one yes. of those... Uh, half-hour half hour boat ride. One yeah, of those carbon fiber like hydro <laughs> boats. Yeah, What what's the one, Luke? The one in Chicago, the Sea Dog? Ski Do. The Sea Dog. Yeah, the Sea Dog. Oh hey, speaking of Sea Dog, reminds me of tourism boats I saw on the in the interwebs. You boys okay? Did you did you fair did you fair weather the storm? Ooh, toilet. It probably hit you worse than it hit me. No, the only thing that hit me hard was the fact that um, local broadcasting ABC seven wasn't able to show me pregame. I needed Stephen A. Smith <laughs> and Michael Wilbon ah. to give me warm takes. Um, as I was getting ready to watch game five, and all I had to do was look at some doofus who wasn't even Cheryl Scott. Talk to me about a storm that wasn't even hitting my town. I love the indignation that it was not Cheryl Scott. I like that that's like a a huge source of your grievance. I mean, at least if it was Cheryl Scott, she's got a beagle too. Shout out Lola. Lola the weather beagle. We we love to see it. Yep. Number one beagle in (laughs) meteorology. That's kind of creepy, and I think we're just going to gloss over how Toilet knows that. (laughs) <laughs> no, during 2020, it appeared in like all of ABC 7's broadcasts. He, uh, she, it, he, they, she, they, they, them, beagle, they, them. Beagle. It's only right to acknowledge the forefront beagle in meteorology studies today. So, a little egg on your face, I guess. Yeah, boys. I, w- I wish I, I wish I had another. Uh, I wish I had another. Uh, midday sports talk uh radio question for you guys um it's all good let's see um predictions for game six maybe this will come out before then oh uh okay um choose your own adventure all right uh we're gonna say we're gonna go um we're gonna go we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna go warriors warriors oh really they close it out on yeah. the road we're gonna do warriors but also i might say celtics too so choose your, choose oh, your okay. Cool. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Very cool take. I, I think I'm just gonna fence. I'm just gonna, you know, just just fence post. I'm gonna bridge sit on this one, right in the middle. <laughs> Fair to say you will not be wagering on it. It's it's a uh, you know it's oh. only fitting that you're on Mackinac Island, an island that can't decide what part of the state or country it's from, that you would then exactly bridge sit um, your take on the game six of the NBA finals. Yeah, exactly. I think I, I think I think I would go. I would go Warriors from wow. from the the near no, the, the 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 like twenty seconds I've watched of the entire series. I go, I go with the uh, Warriors. If Boston loses at home, it will undo like all of the championships that they have won in the past twenty two, twenty three or so years. And they will go back to being like the same shitty, quote unquote, underdog mentality, like city that they have always been. Now good. that there's no Tom Brady, good. and once the Celtics lose, no, not good. <laughs> good. Let that let the hate overflow you. Why was that not good? That's exactly what I want. You want 
No, they're not going to be humble about it. They're going to be even more annoying about it. How about when they're bad? Like when they're like New York? Yeah. Um, I can't disagree more. I cannot wait for them to suck. It's, no, it's I want a, them to suck. I just don't want them to be annoying about it. I mean, I would rather them being annoying about them sucking because right now they're annoying about how they think they're good. So that's that's fair. I certainly real, don't we're, want that. we're really in a bind with Boston sports. Yeah, I mean, heaven forbid they ever get any more play nationally. A city of like 200,000 people that we have to hear about all the time. <laughs> yeah, I... parochial city. Do, I, do... I will say I will say this, Toilet, I've listened to your opinion and I haven't I haven't chimed in at all in the uh, Bill Simmons pod and I just can't wait to hear hear if he's just going to cry his eyes out at the end of this and blame the refs or something dumb. That might be a hate listen for me. I have not listened in a number of years now, but that might be a time that I tune back in just to hear, you know, kind of like try to explain the chess pieces and, and what now moving into the offseason. Now, I'm wondering if they lose if they lose in an embarrassing fashion at home, is yes. that the most likely scenario for this team to break up in some way and for someone to leave? Ooh. Yeah, uh, Jalen Brown gets traded in a knee-jerk reaction. Really? Okay. They bring back Gordon Hayward. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think the Boston Celtics are going to are going to win sixty-seven games. There's going to be a lot of high fives. Oh my gosh! I, whatever, whatever I need to cheer myself up about making a stupid decision. Sometimes I'll listen to that video. <laughs> Um, I'm looking at the current roster, and it looks like most people are set to be rostered again next year. And the only ones that are not are people you've never heard of before. So that does not bode well. It seems like this entire roster is set to, like at least the contributing players are set to come back next year. Including Peyton Pritchard, which we all know is the straw that stirs the drink. Of course. Can't get far without him. Well, rookie of the year. I got, I got, I got to go back before I get kicked out of the family for good. Okay, no problem. You're always welcome in this family, brother. We love you. Okay, good. I love you guys too. This is the family that you choose. Yeah, (laughs) that's what they say about uh, podcasters the the family that you choose. (laughs) Later, buddy. All right, bye, buddy. All right, now looking up the Celtics contracts has made me really sad because every single person is supposed to come back next year <laughs> yeah their roster construction is pretty good it's pretty annoying. it's really annoying yeah because i was like oh jalen brown's got to be done at some point like he's got a his his contract is for the next two full seasons after this one yeah um you're but really... there's always the demand a trade i want more money situation yeah he could Definitely go full James Harden, Ben Simmons, Jimmy yeah. Butler, looking for looking for his team. Here's a take. I think Jalen Brown is better than Jason Tatum, and Jason Tatum yes. is the more marketable star, and they feed him the ball more. Start the narrative, Toilet. I'd love to hear it. Let's pump up Jalen Brown and make him request the trade out of there. Yeah, absolutely. Jalen Brown, come, come play on the Bulls. I think what we just saw was 
the Warriors finally played like a team and multiple people contributed, most notably Andrew Wiggins. And Steph did not have to do it all himself. He was pretty much taken out of the game in the first half with all the attention directed at him. But everyone else kind of stepped up with Peyton and Poole and Wiggins and Draymond not looking like a ghost and Clay Thompson not looking like a skeleton. Speaking of Clay Thompson, did you see that fake Clay Thompson made it all the way to the court and was shooting threes and warm up before he got a lifetime ban? It's I, I so I looked into that a little bit and it turns out that guy's a YouTuber. I mean, that's genius, right? If you we talked about this last week, when you are a guy that looks like Bill Murray, you might as well just try and do some Bill Murray type shit. Yeah, like, tea time for Bill Murray and just like tell a couple jokes, like rehearse a couple lines, see how far you can get. Like yeah. just wait until every single golf course in the Chicagoland area kicks you out. It's a genius move. I wish I looked enough like someone where I could pull this move. This Unfortunately, guy weighs like 70 pounds more than Clay Thompson. Like, if I'm Clay Thompson, I'm looking at this guy and like, fuck, people think I look like that? Are you <laughs> kidding me? So if you had to give yourself like what, because I don't think anyone really in our friend group looks enough like someone where we could reap those kinds of benefits. Do you Can you think of one top of dome that you think we could maybe uh, manipulate a little bit and use to our advantage? I mean, I think I look kind of like Nathan Fielder, but that's about it. Okay, yeah. I think if you put on the right outfit, like the giant oversized suit, that might work out for us. Um, but no, all of our friends just look like normal kind of white guys. Yeah. And I can't grow, like, distinctive facial hair either, so. Yeah. Unfortunately, Auntie Niemi left the Blackhawks, or I probably could have ridden that wave for a little while, but... I've got an anti Niemi jersey that you can wear next time we go to the stadium. So. Perfect. We'll see if the the Schmedium jersey on a on a little overweight anti Niemi can get us into a booth. It, it's pretty big, man. I think you can fit into it. A hockey sweater is the perfect thing for a large man to wear. If you see a for a, a man for a Luke and a toilet to share, <laughs> our, our uh, sisterhood of the traveling Blackhawks jersey. That is that is a fat guy move. If we had to make a list of fat guy moves, I mean, I I, I said we, but really it's just me because I don't know what kind of insight you can have as a very fit thirty one year old in Chicagoland area. Um, wearing a hockey sweater is high up on the list. Mm -hmm. um, sizing up, like if you're if you think you're an XL, just size up. Jump your bump, bump yourself up to the double X. Um, it's going to look a lot better on you. The vest is a definite fat guy move. You see a guy in a vest, probably a fat guy, fat yeah. guy or fit guy. No in between fat guy or fit guy. Um, yeah. Hockey sweater is a great move. Anything that exposes the arms, not a good fat guy move. If no. you expose your arms as a fat guy, it's it's definitely giving us giving yourself away. The, the basketball jersey. I mean, that's why they tried to introduce the sleeved jerseys. Shout yeah. out to the. Um, 2016 Cavaliers for winning game seven in a sleeved jersey. Just an incredible time capsule. And the LeBron block was in the black sleeved Cavs jersey. And the his, from what I remember, most of them were pretty form fitting and he didn't like the sleeves tight on his massive biceps. So he kind of like stretched them out or maybe even ripped out part yeah. of the seam of those. And he kind of had like little tiny like off the shoulder, like I don't even know what you would call that. Like baby like little, doll tees. Yeah, like a little cutout. Exactly. Well, like a like a like a woman's sort of t-shirt. Yes. Yeah, he was wearing women's clothing. Is what we're saying. Yes. He won an he NBA championship does. in women's clothing. Uh, did you see on uh, the internet that he touched the Stanley Cup? LeBron. Yes. 
Uh, did he lift it? No, he just touched it, which is not okay. Why, why is that not okay? Lots of people touch the Stanley Cup. You're not supposed to touch it. That's the no. whole thing. No, lots of people touch it, dude. There's lots well, of people, like, in every town in Slovakia. Everybody in Slovakia has touched the Stanley Cup. Yeah, but you only get to touch it after you earn it or after you win it. You don't just get or to know a guy it. who did it. I'm or sure no, LeBron knows it. a guy who won the Stanley Cup. Yeah, but there are someone's about to win the Stanley Cup, so this is not the time that he should be touching it. You know what I mean? Where did he get the opportunity to do it, though? I don't know. Um, I mean, it obviously must be in the building for um, – I don't know if they have it in the building for like weird no. like B B roll shots for the Colorado Tampa Bay um, series, but uh, for whatever Tampa reason, Tampa Bay will have probably replicas in some kind of like trophy case somewhere, but the real one is not there yet. It must be in Tampa because they've won the last two, right? No, they don't get to keep it forever. It, but it like lives you said, in Toronto. It lives in Toronto after the team win. Like they get to party with it all summer and then give it back to Toronto. And like the NHL offices hold it. I, I feel like you should get to party with it until someone else wins it. Um, you know, I, I don't mean? make the rules. Okay. Well, that, that seems dumb with a traveling trophy like that. That seems, I mean, but that's yeah, the way everybody gets their day with it. Everybody gets to party with it. And then at the end of the summer, it's like, okay, a new season begins. Like you had your time with it. Now it goes back to the NHL offices. I guess that makes sense. Once the new season starts, you can't be living in the past. It's not a title belt, basically, right? Yeah. You don't. It doesn't get one off of you. Hmm. Like, are the like, Bucks... teams don't hand it to other teams? It's the stupid fucking commissioner of the NHL, Gary Bettman, handing it to people. So Giannis is not going to come out on the floor of Game Six of the Warriors win and hand the trophy over to Steph Curry. That would be hilarious. If they did no. it that way, yeah. The previous Finals MVP has to hand it over. Yeah, that would make for some awesome content if it was ever like people who hated each other, or like Kyrie had to come to Boston and give it to the Celtics or something. That would imply that Kyrie would win a championship with anybody other than LeBron carrying the team. <laughs> Woo! Dialing up the heat. Dialing it up. You know, Toilet, uh, we got these kids on their iPads. Gross. Looking for an internet connection. No. What they should be doing is adding to their hairnet collection. How Looking about, for... How about, how about they get a job? How about they get a spiritual connection with a little guy named Jesus Christ? Ever heard of him? Have you ever, like, seen guys who are forced to wear, um, like, the hairnet on their uh, beard? beard? I have been that guy. I feel like I would rather have hair in my food than have to see a guy wearing a hairnet around his beard prepare my food. It's sad when it's a guy who doesn't need a hairnet. He just needs a beard net because he's bald. Yeah. That's it looks like a tough look. I like a hairnet totally understand like it, you know it's something that you wear on your head you put a like bandana around it or like a ball cap like you can make it work but the beard net it looks like a dog wearing a cone is preparing your food and that just makes me sad just like I, let them wear their beard out 
I don't think beard hair comes off of my face much. Definitely not. I mean, I am a balding man, uh, so I do notice hair coming off of my head, but I'd never really noticed beard hair coming off of my face. Same, dude. As as a as a bearded individual, it's it's as a face bald. St- as a as a man who has facial hair, I can one hundred percent agree. But Luke, you've ridden the wave. Uh, it was pretty vogue to have a beard in our twenties, but now that we're in our thirties, we're kind of aging out of that group. And you really only have a beard if you're a fat guy like me. Aren't you kind of glad you're in that camp rather than a camp like myself that has a beard, but I'm losing my hair on my head? I never had the choice. I never yeah, had but the option. If you had a choice, what would you pick? Like to have a beard or not? Well, I'm saying or to have a beard is—is is this like a would you rather? Would you rather? have your hair and not have a beard yep or have a beard and lose your hair correct i mean i would rather be in my position but there are lots of people who have hair and have beards sure but as we're two people coming together here to make one complete person with with hair and follicles yeah hair and beard i'm losing the hair on my head you also have chest hair which i don't have um, it's not, I mean, it's another fat guy move. Like it helps kind of mask what's going on on the chest area. Um, but it's not really adding any flavor unless you're ruggedly handsome. So it's got some flavor. Don't sell that, your, sh- don't sell yourself short. That's really my big topic today. Um, is I have the most Sunday scaries of a guy who's getting married in about a year and I'm way too fat to get married. So we are busting out all the stops. We're buying all the diarrhea tea. We're getting all of the uh, <laughs> Instagram gummies that are keto and make you lose weight. We are going to try everything in our goddamn power other than actually dieting and exercising to lose weight in the next year. So welcome to the journey that we are now on together. Dude, uh, I remember when our friend Andrew did this as well, mm-hmm. and he showed up at his... Uh, well, I guess it would have been a bridal shower, or wedding shower. It looked like he was wearing his dad's suit. He had lost so much weight. So I'm looking forward to skinny toilet for sure. You've got two months to do like whatever you want on your own. Yeah. I, I got two months to ride my bike outside in 110 degree weather. And guess what I did not do today? That. Well, you I, don't have to do that. You don't have to give yourself heat stroke in order to lose weight. <laughs> Uh, we're, we're just playing the caloric deficit card. We're going to try and burn more than we put in. We're not keeping track of anything. We're not writing down a goddamn number. We're not stepping on a scale. We're just You're not writing it. down a number. No, no numbers. Zero. Oh, that's a number. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> None. We're not writing Six down Listerine uh, breath strips a day. <laughs> uh, there's too much information on the Internet. Uh, I feel like. Buying a car and weight loss internet is just a never-ending hellhole of links and advertisements and whatever. I, I just, you know, I got to just do me. I got to do me. I got to do truck month. That's what I am at my core. That's what we got to do. Truck month and caloric deficit. Uh, those two don't go together at all. It's, it's <laughs> bike month. We're not driving anywhere. We're walking to the grocery store every time we need to get food. Here's a humble brag. I went on a uh, hour and a half long bike ride, and I was not able to log it in my app that I log my workouts in. So did it even count? Did it no. even? No. No, it, it didn't. didn't. You have to do another one that day in order for yeah. it to count. 
Yeah, I thought about just posting like a ride around my block and then in the comment section adding I actually went for a 90 minute ride but I didn't turn my uh my app on. So just <laughs> so just everyone like, out there who's following my journey um that's what I'm just doing. just like oh shucks. Uh, I actually uh ran uh 26 miles today. I run 26 miles every day, not to brag. I am uh motivating myself by writing a very um negative self- note to put it on your mirror every day. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So, um, what we've got... You piece of shit. I hate you. (laughs) And then your fiancé sees it. She's like, oh my god! So, uh, first ride, caption, fat and getting married, baby steps. That was a four and a half mile ride. That was pretty small. Um, And then I had one ride, didn't do it, still fat, went for a longer ride. And then, most recent one, brushed my teeth with my shirt off, yikes. You know what, man? I'm gonna I'm gonna get real with you for like 15 seconds. I know that we're joking around, but you can't bully yourself into being better because otherwise, <laughs> like, it's going to put yourself in a very negative headspace. Like, you have sure. to focus on positivity and getting stronger and being better. Because if you bully yourself, ultimately, it's going to lead to a spiral and it's not going to be motivating. Like, there's only so much negative motivation before you stop. And just like give up and it's like you're affirming like the negative side of it yeah the real toilet talk moment is that uh you can't really make any gigantic life-changing or life-altering uh steps like habits in your life and expect them to stick you kind of just need to slowly adopt a new lifestyle and my lifestyle of uh, using food to uh, solve any kind of emotional trauma I was experiencing isn't really the healthiest way to go about it. So now reaching your early 30s when all those decisions catch up with yourself, uh, it's time to adopt slowly adopt some healthier habits. So um, that's kind of the journey that we're on. I'm glad all the listeners are here uh, to join me on that journey. Um, I, that's why I kind of am not doing the numbers, the weighing myself thing, because I, I feel like I don't want to get wrapped up in the minutia of, um, like writing down how many calories I've taken in or, you know, how much weight I've gained or lost or whatever. I just kind of need to slowly adopt, uh, a healthier lifestyle. So, so keto is what you're saying. We're, do, we're doing, yeah. we're doing keto right we're now. We're going to start pissing our blood. We're going to start pissing blood, and that's a sign that things are going great, and I'm actually very healthy. That's the I've never really done a fad diet. Um, it's never really just been something that we've done. Um, but I think Toilette and I are both committed. I mean, she obviously, she is flawless in every way, but she says she wants to maybe adopt some healthier habits herself. So we're kind of on the journey together. That's the important part is having kind of that shared, um, you know, motivated and, you know, we can kind of hold each other accountable, make the right decisions, that kind of stuff. So that's what we're going to do. And then you, know, you, know, you, you won't do, even recognize me in a couple months. You should only eat the food that you grow in your backyard. We are currently growing Brussels sprouts, kale, squash, strawberries. And Hope that comes in soon for the rats. grow your own food diet, brother. I did just buy a mint plant, and I really wanted to have a mojito, so... I mean, Rum Wednesdays is probably not on there, but yeah, go ahead, brother. Rum Wednesday, not a part of the diet. You're also on sabbatical, so you should be able to have, like, a sabbatic sabbatic cocktail. Sabbatic cocktail, yeah. Um, 
that's my kryptonite. The hours of now until 1030 are, are snack 30 in my book. I become snack Harlow. All I want to do is, <laughs> is Mac on carbohydrates. So we've removed them completely from the house. Um, and we are uh, becoming better, better yeah, versions dog, of ourselves. You know that I can hit you with my uh, brined almonds recipe. That'll, <laughs> that'll get you that protein mm. later in the mm. week. Although nuts are very calorically dense, so... Yeah, I don't know where the nipples are in a cashew, but I'm really enjoying the product. <laughs> you know, we haven't gone full oat yet. No, we're not full oat yet. No. Uh, what what food is actually healthy? Because every website says this is good for you, and then the next website says it's bad for you. So what can you actually eat? No, you're doing the right thing. Having a balanced diet with calorie deficit is the only way to lose weight. We're trying. We're not going full vegetarian, but we're trying to do a little bit less uh, meat, but not just supplement it with like bread and carbohydrates. So um, everything else is like meant to like force you to like restrict the amount of calories that you're taking in, because you can be vegan and fat, <laughs> fat, put in a shitload of calories. Cheese fries. Oh wait, no. Regular yes. French fries are vegan. No, cheese fries that they serve at like Portillo's are probably vegan. Because <laughs> it's not actual cheese. Because there's no cheese product in whatever's coming out of that, like, pump metal box thing that they have. <laughs> uh, you made me think about Portillo's. That's your fault. We're doing okay. great. We had salad and flatbread for dinner, and that wasn't even that healthy. But there was no meat in it, and uh, relatively... Feel good about yourself. Half the dinner was green. Some of it was pesto, but it was green. So. You ate a color today. You ate a color. You ate a color. <laughs> Let's go. I love eating colors. LFG. Um, looks like we've got one topic left here under your column there, Luke. It's the worst idea of the day. Is nope, we already talked off? about it because oh. I went on a bike ride. Oh, that is the worst idea of the day. Terrific. Um, my last thing was crab walk driving. Do you remember that stupid LeBron James ad during the Super Bowl about the crab walking car? Oh, yes. The Hummer. So it didn't actually Very crab Very wise walk, choice in Brandon's economy, by the way, to buy the crab walking Hummer. Yeah, definitely not going to backfire at all. That one feature added to the Hummer is really going to increase sales. Um, but I did think about a tire that truly does rotate 180 degrees that would help you parallel park. A true crab walking car. I know that the uh, engineering behind that probably doesn't make any sense. Um, but I think that would be a really good idea to help um, our city goers be able to park parallel. You like? I, I I think that you you're describing it. like a skateboard or something. I don't I don't know what automobile you're thinking of. You drive. You drive. Uh, you're going down the street. You see an open parking spot. You drive even with it, and then your wheels rotate 180 degrees, and you just slide towards the curb, perpendicular to the street. I put it in perpendicular in between like reverse and like L is P. So you're driving this way. I'm moving my hand up and down and then you are able to drive this way. I'm moving my hand left and right. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Well, I think it's not a million dollar idea. Maybe it's a hundred thousand dollar idea. Cause we can sell 10 more Hummers by actually correcting the, uh, um, the feature of the crab walking. But uh, that's all I got today. That's all. The, I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna buy a Dodge Ram instead. How does that sound? I'm gonna solve I'm gonna, my parking problem by buying a Dodge Ram. I'm gonna live in Chicago and buy the biggest goddamn vehicle I can find. 
and park it wherever the fuck I want in two spots. Ram, you know what it stands for? Uh, really abdicated member. That's right. The the member has abdicated itself from your body. Bitch. Yikes. Well, shout out all of our truck monthers. We love you, Chewy. Good for you. Chewy has a Toyota. He doesn't drive a Ram. He's got a big black member in his in his garage. That's all that you need to know. That's true. And a home gym, I think, too. Oh, shit. That's the guy who said he was going to get ripped in quarantine and then actually did it. And then was able to, like, really get shredded by catching COVID and losing 20 pounds. Yeah, like the, the full force COVID, not the Kung flu that we're all getting now. No. But maybe that's what you should do, Toilet, is uh, start... Leeches? Tapeworm? Leech, le- leeches. Or, you know, nature's leech, which is drinking a bunch of coffee all day. So Ooh. you never you never get hungry. And you just always are shitting. Yeah. Liquefy your insides. Yeah, you know, like Metamucil, like, captures everything and pushes it out. Having, like, that and a cup of coffee every day. We are we're turbocharging... We are just the way ex- that our body is working. We're we're dropping the hair dryer in the bathtub that is this weight loss program. Or better yet, while you're on sabbatical, if you really want to, you know, test your relationship with your fiance before you get married, um, get a prescription for Adderall and Ooh. see what that does for you when you have nothing to do for the next two months. Yeah, buy a Peloton and buy uh, Adderall. That sounds no. Great. Don't even buy a Peloton. Buy Adderall and just you know see where the day takes you. <laughs> I am replacing all of the cabinets in this kitchen. They're all slightly off center. I need to replace all the cabinets. I'm taking all of the doors off, all of the cabinets. I'm taking all the interior doors and I'm moving them around. I'm Twilight, rotating the doors. Have I ever told you that I wanted to write a novel? Here's the first three chapters, which I'm going to recite to you now. This is what <laughs> I've done while you've been replacing knees all day. <laughs> if I could just... Is there a way to make sure that my Adderall is going to turn into constructive hobbies and not just harmful hobbies? Like, hey, look, I completed the Pokédex to Pokémon Gold on an emulator. That's what I've been doing all day. Um, Well, you'll do that in three hours, and then you'll have, you know, other time to kill. Okay. So hopefully there's a nice balance between constructive hobbies and completely absent-minded hobbies that provide no tangible worth to the world. Well, it won't be reading, but you will, like... You know, build a pyramid out of all of the glassware in your uh, cabinets. Nice. That helps everyone. Yeah, that that does help everyone. It helps you sort through your glassware as you're looking to create a wedding registry so you know everything that you have in one convenient location. (laughs) You can evaluate it all at once. I've taken inventory of our entire net worth. (laughs) Check out my spreadsheet. Because you (laughs) have... And not just because I had to schlep it into this place. I think we've officially migrated from million dollar ideas to 50 cent ideas. 50 cent ideas like taking Adderall and taking everything out of the cabinets in your house. And getting shot. Marie Kondo got a lot of money for basically that concept. (laughs) This is true. I always thought I'd be good at that job. Kind of like a queer eye, but all wrapped into one. (laughs) I can cook. I got the look. 
full package queer eye, but straight. The toilet <laughs> experience. I probably have to brush up a little bit on bisexual behavior, but other than that, I think I'm doing okay. I don't think that they have a guy who does that. No, like uh, how to have a better stick game. No, there, there's nobody who is the stick game guy in Queer Eye. <laughs> All right, man, we're here to up your stick game. Let's see what you're working with. Okay, uh, well, there's no dedicated guy, so we're bringing Bobby in to have this conversation. <laughs> and he's like, I know drapes. I do not know what is going on here. <laughs> but if you go to bluechew.com, promo code Bobby Queer Eye. <laughs> Fuck. All right, man, I think I'm out of takes for the week. You got anything else? No, I'm out of takes as well. All right, well, shout out to our sweet Prince Zach. Have a great staycation in Canada, Michigan, Midwest Island. Stop the steal up in Michigan. You know you can do it. Please. And uh, call your mom. Call your mother. Faceless fall from this life and oh, if you can't see the star you've probably gone too far like the voice that cried on the lonesome time like the whale was the only love you ever saw was this dying for Asks the stolen soul